Howdy folks, and welcome back to Reading Hell Hostage. My name's Blue, I love to read. My name's Justin, I don't like reading. Yeah. I'm reading right now, though. Why are you trying to read that? Because, um, I'm just trying to tell them what my new drug of choice is right now. Yeah, what is it? Fucking eye drops. Yeah, what's the word? It's like Demoxa something. No, that was the first one. Ooh. Oh. Just one drop. Yeah, yeah. Justin has an eye infection right now. Oh, and it hurts so bad. It's been going on for about two and a half weeks now. Oh. And it's also... Oh, I didn't know. I did not <laughs> know why I thought this was going to be a good idea. Yeah, blink. And it's paired with a uh, corneal abrasion. So, right it's now... because you made me read that book. Yeah, it's because I made you read I Am Number 4 that you got a corneal abrasion and an eye infection back to yep. back. Yep. On top of each other. Yep, it's your fault. Mmm. Blame the woman. Is it feeling okay? No. <laughs> Is, close your you eyes. You can't make me read shit today. <laughs> Where's your eye patch? I don't know. Joke's on you. You can't read anything. And we even put out the Gatsby episode, and I don't even think you listened to that, eh? Hell no. That's You're, too close to reading right now. <laughs> you supported our podcast through and through by just double checking. I, I opened my phone and TikTok was playing. You son of a bitch. I know. Tell them what we're doing today. Do you know what we're doing today? Uh, we're doing the second half of I Am Number Four, right? Yeah. And I gotta say, I'm reading the um, second book right now, and it's in two different POVs. Oh my god, it's so fucking To, like, figure out how to, like, break that up, like, chapter and people-wise. Penis obscur- obscures vagina. What? Penis obscures vagina. What POV. You... Oh. Fuck like, yeah, what dude. What is he saying? Okay, tell me what happened last time to our main character, John Smith. Um, did we end on the Halloween thing? Um, we went through the Halloween thing. Also, our cats are apeshit today. Like, yeah. I genuinely don't understand what's going on. So if you hear a lot of noises... It's the cats. Um, like that. That's the cats. Yeah. Not Justin and me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, that freaked him out more. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we did go through the Halloween episode, but or Halloween part, but remember the last bit we had was where John broke into Sam's house. Oh, to say and hey. And Sam brandished a gun at him. Oh, yeah. And John was like, Gaslight Queen. He was like, dude, that you're literally being so crazy right literally now. Literally Gaslight Girlboss Gatekeep. Honestly, if someone pointed a gun at me, I think that would be the end of my time with them in whatever capacity it was. Yep. I think I just lay down. <laughs> no. That's enough. So tell me what about, like, what, what characters are there? Well, who do we have? Um, we got Armani. Henri. Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha Yeah. But he does not speak French. Does not speak French. Which is good. Yeah. Don't speak French. Ew. Choose a differently. If you were born in France, move that somewhere sucks. else and speak a different language. Honestly, like L. Yeah, and then don't talk about it anymore. Um, and then we have Jean, the main character. Yep, John Smith, number four himself. Mm-hmm. And he can die now. Yes. And then we have Haughty Cheerleader. Mm-hmm. And she's hot and a cheerleader. And her name is Sarah. Yeah. And then we have Jockey Punch-A-Lot. Mm-hmm. Mark. And he punches and he's a jock. Mm-hmm. 
And then we have Bernie Kozar, the dog. And not the football player. No. Yeah. Okay. One one more. It was Sam. You got almost everybody. The the NASA shirt guy. Ugh, yeah. Pisses me off. So today, again, we're going to do the same format we did last time we did this um, I Am Number 4. Not the Gatsby episode. You didn't that, even read the Gatsby episode. That episode, we read Gatsby. This format, we're reading <laughs> I Am Number 4. This format. No, um, we're going to do like four chunk um, blocks of chapters. Um, but I'm just going to kind of go through it rather quickly. So um, we can make fun of more shit. That's Justin's reasoning. I think the detailed... I like going into more depth on them like we did for Twilight and Hunger Games because I think it's funnier. But timing-wise, neither of us really have the time or patience for that anymore. Nah. Especially with the baby on the way. We're like six months and a week, so 25 weeks through this pregnancy. That baby be big. Yeah. So we just don't have... I don't have the patience anymore. But but last time we finished on Chapter 16, so we're starting but on... But that's, that's what you really should get rid of when you have when you have a baby coming your patience mm, i didn't have a lot to begin with you always have had the more patience out and of then the two it's of just us. like fuck that fuck that's patience shit that baby patience needs to who? be doing shit baby what, needs to be bringing us money what she what she has to do a kickflip before we get out the hospital mm-hmm. and what was the other thing um oh she has to vape yeah sick sick fucking clouds if she can't throw sick fucking cotton and do a kickflip we're not bringing. We're her not home. bringing her home. We're gonna leave her there. That is a joke. Just so everybody knows. CPS, oh. CPS. That was a joke. Cat Protective Services, and the other one. Oh, child. Sorry, we foster cats. <gasps> a child. <gasps> a child. Okay. As I was saying before, so rudely interrupted. We're starting on chapter seventeen today. Stop. Don't rub your I'm eye. I'm not rubbing my eye. I'm you rubbing are. the side of my head. You're doing what I do when I have poison ivy and I itch around it. It's fine. <laughs> Justin, stop. Um. Chapter 17. So, um, Henri and John spent some time... Oh, no, no. Yeah. Spent some time reviewing the They Walk Among Us magazine that John took that mentioned mm. the Mogadorians. And they don't find anything helpful. So, that's cool. Sarah asked John to come to her family's Thanksgiving. Like, literally one day before Thanksgiving. Which, like... Dude, that's not enough time to ask someone to no, come to a holiday. Kind of rude. Yeah. Like... Yeah, I don't know. But um, Henri tells John that he was able to figure out where the publication was made and calls them, but the person's like, don't call again, and hangs up. So Yeah, they, obviously. Yeah, duh. They debate. What did they think was going to happen when you call a oh, fucking hey! conspiracy theory magazine? They're like, OMG, I so Let me tell you everything about myself. Yeah. John and Henri debate it for a hot minute, but eventually Henri decides he's going to be driving down to this address... Um, that he found for the publication on Thanksgiving Day, and that Radical. he'll be back before they'll Thanksgiving definitely dinner. be in the office. <laughs> well, they're actually at a um, what's it? They're at a college town. They're in Athens, oh. and I actually didn't even think about the fact that they wouldn't be probably there on Thanksgiving. Yeah, because Thanksgiving is such an unimportant holiday to me. Yeah. Um, Thanksgiving Day, John enters waiting mode. He's just like, diddle-oo, diddle-oo, mm-hmm. waiting for Henri. I guess I'll wait. <laughs> yep, just sitting around. And um, Henri was supposed to be back way before Sarah's dinner. You'll never guess. He didn't make it he in time. He didn't make it in time. And so John... Always like Henri. What? 
<laughs> He's never there for me. He just went for the milk and never returned. <laughs> um, John is anxious and heads over to Sarah's. And he decides, like, at five, I'm going to go find Henri. Which is, like, I feel like the time that people start Thanksgiving dinner. Not yeah. a leaveable time. But anyways. Thanksgiving happens. John's, like, really delighted to be in this house have a normal thanksgiving for literally the first time ever but he feels bad that he has to like lie about every single part of his whole life well do you know what he could do that'd be less suspicious Hmm. just around 10 minutes before 4 30 say i'm going for a walk go poop oh do like the weed thing yeah oh i thought a poop would be more like oh i gotta go poopy then he's gone for three hours. <laughs> it's 420. It's time for my <laughs> shitting. Um, eventually, they all go outside to take photos, and John is really starting to get anxious and, like, stressed. Like, his hands are sweaty, knees weak. Mom spaghetti. Arms are heavy. Mom spaghetti is on a sweater. And his temperature is getting really hot, and he's like, I don't know what happens. But he's looking at Sarah Hart's um, camera, and it just fucking shatters down the lens. Sick radical. And he's like, oh, I must have done that. But he, like, heads up to Sarah, like, she's crying about her camera. And he's like, hey, I gotta go. (laughs) That's crazy about your camera, dude. That sucks. I gotta go. Yeah, he's like, I gotta head out. Uh, There's a situation with Henri. And she's like, okay. (laughs) Um, Honestly, 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 best time to do it. Best time that, yeah, like. If you were like, I need to sneak the fuck out of here. Wait for something bad to happen. Yeah. And then be like, oh, gotta go. Gotta go. Uh, what are you doing? Nothing. You are so... He calls the number of where Henri went, but it's, like, disconnected, like, lying dead. And he's like, oh, my God, Henri's dead. And he screams and throws his hand out at the mirror in his house, and the glass shatters. He's like, OMG, it's telekinesis. Perfect Radical. timing. And then at this point, he remembers that the chest can only be opened by him alone if Henri is dead. So he, like, goes to it, and he can't open it, which means Henri is alive. That's good. He could be being tortured. He could be, yeah. Yeah. There's things worse than death. Yeah. Like the whole genocide of their whole planet. Yeah. And then literally being five children who were supposed to save the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The next thing he decides to do is call Sam for help. And as he's on his way over, John's just like, uh, anxious waiting mode again. And he's like playing with his telekinesis. And when Sam arrives, he's like, I love this. John's like, no he's like how do i tell sam this without sounding like a crazy person hint you don't yeah and he's like sam my dad's been taken and sam's like that's hilarious and he's like unfortunately not a joke and sam's like why would someone want your dad he's like i can't tell you that and he gaslights he's hot sam into being like we gotta go and so sam's like fuck yeah and they go get Sam's Let truck. Let me grab my gun. Actually, he does. <laughs> and some garlic and silly putty, of course. Yeah, of course. Um, and he also grabs his Is dad's truck. Is silly putty actually C4? Nope, just regular silly oh, okay. putty. Um, his dad's truck, which hasn't been used in almost 10 years and somehow still works, which drives me yep, bonkers. Yep, that'll just start up. Because... Uh, start up right away. I do a lot of apocalypse stuff and... No... And they drive with their printout directions. Cool. So. Radical. I remember having to do that. Mm-hmm. Did you ever... If, you were the planner of your family, so you yeah, probably had to. Well, and once I've been somewhere, I'm usually good. Yeah. But if it was more long distance or I hadn't been there before, 
I need my my printed out directions. We old? What? We old? Uh, I don't think we're that old. It was only like 10 years ago. That's true. Or 13 years ago when the iPhone came out, right? Like, yeah. Before that, just kind of winged it. Wunged it? Wunged it. Yeah, wunged it. Um, Sam goes, like when they get to Athens, which is a two hour drive, maybe an hour and a half from this place. Mm-hmm. Sam goes off to follow one of the guys that left the house, and John goes in the house by his lonesome. Bye-bye. I'll just go in here. Always such a great way to do it. And they quickly get into a fight. Like, John gets into a fight with a guy. And the guy lets John know that Henri is downstairs. And as he goes downstairs to get Henri, he finds They're just playing Todd. Hmm? They're just playing Todd down there. Yeah, Henri's like, oh, oh my god, I lost oh track my of time. God, so sorry. You hear the bubbles of a bong rip. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that was good. Um, no, wait, I can do a better one. No, stop, please. No, it's gross to people sometimes with bubbles like that. Oh, that is good. Um, Henri's like, hey, there are three men. And John's like, that's crazy because I've seen two of them. And that, of course, means the third man shows up right then and there. And kisses him. With a gun. Oh. Very different. And points the gun at Henri and shoots. But John's like telekinesis and he stops it and Henri's like oh my god best surprise ever tied up to the chair still he's like that's great that's crazy you're gonna have to kill that guy (laughs) Uh, and as John like gets him untied after you know subduing this third man they hear Sam at the top of the stairs and then they see a second person who shoves Sam down the stairs (laughs) and then John's like shoot so he uses his newly acquired telekinesis to save his life Stairs. Well, I think he was more like he had been pushed, so he wasn't going to hit the stairs to slow his descent. He was going to oh, face, full yeah, down into, the stairs, yeah, 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 into some concrete. Um, and he gets so like, sorry, I'm just thinking like if you push somebody out of my like from my stairs at the house at my mom's house, that would fuck somebody up. Yeah. And so they get this last guy tied to a chair, and Henri's just like, fuck it. He's literally like, oh, it doesn't matter. And starts telling Sam the whole truth. And Sam's like, uh, 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 wait. They then interrogate one of the guys, who lets them know that the Moogs came after they published the article on the guy who called and told them about the Moogs. Cool. Did that make sense? Yeah, so dude informed them about Moogs. Moogs showed up. Yeah, they printed that. Moogs show up, and then they were like, we'll tell you everything. And the guy was rambling about numbers and things, but there's no solid information. And on the way back, Henri tells Sam everything about their story. And the main takeaway from Sam is, oh, my dad really could have been abducted. And also, John's resistant to fire. Which is so teenage boy. So he can light him on fire for Mm. fun. In like a cool way. Do you know what else you can light on fire for fun? Oh. <laughs> You're so funny. No, I got it. Weed. It took me a minute, though. My friend sent me a TikTok last night, and I was too tired, and I was like, I sent her a note back. I was like, am I really dumb? Or do I just not get what's happening here? And she was like, did you wa- look at the TikTok? It was pictures. <laughs> and I was like, looking back through it again, I was like, damn. I'm dumb. I was dumb. What was it? So, you know my fantasy books. Okay, we'll continue. (laughs) Let's just say it was inappropriate and it took me way too long to get it. 
Um, Sam then promises on and Chan that he's like, he's like, I'm here, 100%. 100%. And when they get home after dropping Sam Sam off, Henri's like, we have to go. And John's like, no. I'm 15 now, and I can make my own decisions. And he's like holding Henri against the wall with his telekinesis. And Henri's like, fine, we can stay, but you have to focus on training, and we have to leave at the first sign of trouble. And honestly, when It's I was, crazy how this is the first sign of trouble. But you... Now you leave now. Yeah, yeah, you just witnessed the first sign of trouble. Yeah, and honestly, the fact that Henri's like, okay, yeah, he folds so easily. Like kind of bad guardian vibes. Like I don't mean to be mean or weird, but like drug John and drag him away from there. Yeah, like his life is now fully at risk. Or just hit him with a good one-two. True, he's not a very good fighter. Um, it's winter in Paradise, Ohio, about nine weeks since John got to Paradise. And they're training, and John's much better with his fire resistance, to the point where they're straight up lighting him on fire in a little outfit. And it's working, he's getting really good, and he can hold his breath for about four minutes, because his lungs are not resistant to fire. That's dumb. Sarah's been in Colorado for winter break, and ends up stopping- Do you stopping. know what's fun to do in Colorado? <laughs> Oh my god. And ends up coming to John's house first, not her family's. Cool. Which is like Kill twilight level of fuck? strange behavior. Like, what? What? And she's she wasn't in Colorado with her family? No, she was there doing charity work. Okay. Alright. So she was with a group. Yeah. But then she came back, and instead of... for She was gone for a week. Yeah. And she comes back to see John. Not her fam. Wackadoodle. I don't like that at all. They do some kissing. No. And they say they miss each other. And then after she leaves, John asks Henri if humans and Lork can properly fall in love. And Henri straight mean... up. Not bone. Just like in love. Okay. Because then Henri's like, no, no, we can't. We can love, but. It's not the same. Not the same kind of love as if it were a Loric person we were in love with. How's it different? He's just like, it's different. The Loric mate for life with only other Loric. Yeah. And it's just like not possible that the bond exists between human and Loric. Okay. Um, So then he's like, your family had a friend and one of their kids, like that kid was on the ship with us. I don't know what number she was, but... They had hoped that you guys would get together. Fucking weird as shit. I fucking hate when parents I hate do that. that. Yeah. I, like, that is mad fucking They were weird. literally four when they left. Yeah. So they were like, well, I think she's a couple years older than him. Maybe she was five or six, but still. Like. That's fucking weird. And then this brings up my classic genetic diversity issue. There what? are six remaining Loric. We don't know the layout. Yeah, maybe their uh, reproductive works a little different. Genetically? Yeah. It couldn't be that different. If they're able to mate with the humans, which they yeah. are. Okay, anyways. Then Henri's like, don't get too involved with Sarah. It could be dangerous. And John's like, I'm already in love with her. Nine weeks. Twilight vibes. Yeah. Um. What? It's just fucking weird. 
there's another like flashback vision that John has of the day they left and he sees like their ships he sees his grandparents saying their final words to them and it's really sad he then sees another spacecraft being loaded by two men and like there are lots of animals which are like changing all over the place and then one of the men is eventually handed a bundle and John's like that looks like a baby that's crazy <laughs> you know how every time you see a bundle and you're like there's a baby in there That's a f- I, if I've ever seen a bundle it's a baby you know what I was just thinking how every time I see a plastic bag on the side of the road I check for cats but that's because one time you found cats in a bag I didn't my whole family did and I just happened to be there yeah I'm pretty sure that Mike picked that up oh for sure <laughs> That wasn't me farting, it was no, the chair. Justin just farted really it hard. It was just the chair. Um the bundle okay, yeah. So then John's like, Henri, like, hey, this all happened. And Henri's like, yo, how often do you have these visions? That's crazy and not normal. And John's like, okay, like, shut up. Did you hear about the other ship I just said? And Henri's like, yeah, maybe there was another ship, but they couldn't have survived. Why? Because they're too far away, and only the fuel source that they had on their ship could work. On finally gets to have a normal Christmas, even getting to kiss Sarah at Christmas Christmas Eve, midnight. Hell yeah, that's when I kiss. New Year's Eve, midnight. And they do normal couple stuff, and on the first day of school, they're invited to a house party by Mark James, which is interesting, and when he's training with Henri, he like asks Henri if he's allowed to go, and Henri's like, yes, but remember what's at stake. Can I go, please? Can I please, Papa? I mean, I'm gonna go because I have telekinesis, but like, can I please go? Can I please go? I'll break your limbs with my mind, but can I go? Please. Then it's the day of the party, about three months since John came to town. Um, And, you know, it's like, it's Sam, Emily... Emily's just like a friend and then Sarah and John and it's classic high school party two dogs greet them at the door and inside there are a lot of people doing high school things like drinking and making out what the hell lots of drinking what the hell do they know that's against the law <laughs> I don't know maybe we should call do they tell. know that's illegal well considering Mark James is, well Mark James's dad is the sheriff the head copperoonie Yep, that's what I said. Sam and Emily go downstairs, and Sarah's, like, out and about doing Sarah stuff. And then, like, people are running um, from the downstairs. They're like, there's a fire in the basement. And they get up, they get everybody out, and somebody calls 911, but there's still, like, Sarah's not present. And he's running around, like, trying to figure out where she is. And as he's doing that, he hears a terrible scream and then dogs barking from the second floor where the fire has reached cool why was she on the second floor with the dogs kissing up the jock boy <laughs> no mark was outside kissing up the dogs oh in a in a normal way yeah John honestly goes, hell yeah i'd leave a party to hang out with dogs though. absolutely i would especially because she doesn't know these dogs like she's yeah, yeah. she was They're dating, friend dogs yeah John goes back inside, and obviously it's hot as there is a fucking fire. What? And he grabs Sarah and the dogs, both of them, and he's like, the fire gets to a point where he can't, like, get back the way he came, so he jumps out a second-story window. Normal. And they're just a little roughed up, but overall fine. And honestly, 
at this point, minus the fact that he doesn't have any burns, everything that he has done so far seems like something that somebody with a bunch of adrenaline could have done. Yeah. You can you can jump out of a second story window and be relatively okay. Especially if it's like on the grass or something. Yeah, like it's or not like he's it. jumping off into like and a it's rock. like yeah, it's a suburb suburb mm-hmm. uh, suburban suburban two story. It's not like a like a city two story where it's onto concrete and the yeah. first story is an extra like eight feet tall. Yeah. And so minus the fact that he's not burned and he didn't hurt his ankles during the jump i mean it fucking hurt but yeah you're you're yeah everything he's done so far has seemed relatively normal um but he refuses to let that happen so he like steals clothes from the cars from some of the cars because they're all roughed up and sarah's like freaking the fuck out but john's like listen i can't talk right now we need to get our story straight and if somebody told me that we had to get our story straight that wouldn't work for me. No. And also, dude, you saved her from a fire. Yeah, the story is she he saved you. That's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, they get their story straight and head back out to the group of people and there are now police there. And the police are like like really intense on John. They're like, somebody said they saw you running into the house. And he's like, that's crazy. Uh, haven't the people here been drinking? Yeah. And the cop's like, I will find out if something's wrong. I will find out if you rescue that girl. And you I'll horrible punish man. you for it. <laughs> Henri picks them up, and when they drop the other off, Henri's, Henri's is, Henri is like, please tell me you didn't do anything. John's like, no. Uh, me? me? <laughs> I would never. No. That doesn't sound Absolutely like Absolutely not. And John Henri's like, okay, well, we'll know if you lied um, on Monday when the papers go out. Um, so that's interesting. Because the papers are completely the truth. And have never lied once about a single no. thing. And they can't actually be wrong. <laughs> they can't. It's illegal. Uh, the next day, there's no news yet except for the men that... I, I love this. In the book, they're like, oh, well, there's no news except for this random piece of information that's totally irrelevant the men who wrote that they walk among us um magazine were tortured and killed cool just a casual one and Henri's like something is we need to we need to leave like something if anything feels off we have to go um john has a few scrapes bruises and cuts from his endeavor into the house like he's got this gash Mm. on his back and stuff like that but um Overall, he's okay. Like, something's wrong with his lungs. He still doesn't feel like he can take deep breaths. Yeah. Oh, I got the hiccups. So is it just his skin that's fireproof? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. So what if he is in fire for too long? Does the inside burn? Yeah. If he were to breathe it in, the inside would burn. No, no. Like, if he puts his hand over fire for too long, the heat would conduct into his skin and then burn his hand? No. Okay. It's like if you, it, the way the heat feels to him now is like going into a lukewarm shower. Okay. So it doesn't even affect him like that at all. So it's... Okay. What? Ther- it's thermally protective, too. Not just... Yeah, he's got like a layer of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where was I? Uh, John tells Sarah the truth, and things are getting sappy, and he's like... 
yeah, like, she took it really well, but I didn't tell her, like, the fact that we might have to leave tomorrow if the papers say anything. <laughs> Again, three months. Again, that'd be super fucking suspicious if you <laughs> did, though, so. Yeah, the papers go out. Hey, some guy ran out of the billet. Gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go. Um, the next day, he gets to school early to read the papers, and there's nothing in them, and he's like, oh my god, this is the best. Yeah. I can be normal, and he's able to pretend to be normal for the, like, next couple day or next couple... I guess, like, block, class blocks. And then in the middle of the day, he's called down to the principal's office. Again, the fat, ugly principal. Uh, ugly, fat one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Who shows John a fax, which has a blog post of the real story of the James's fire. A fax. <laughs> Show me the car fax. Mm, give me those fucking car fax. And the principal's like, oh my god, John, this is so cool. Did you actually save Sarah and the dogs from this fire? Like, that's awesome. And John's like, my life is over, my life is over, my life is over. But he starts focusing on the comment section because they had to print that too. Cool. And it says, are you number four? And John's heart stops as um, he hears Henri's car rushing into the parking lot. And John panics like the full grown adult he is. He's a child. Jumps through the window behind the principal and just books it all the way back to the house. Gotta go. And that's where he finds Mark James. And Mark starts, like, interrogating John. He's like, what the fuck is going on? Apparently, Mark came by because he found a YouTube video of John jumping out of the fire. Mm. Why wasn't Mark in school? I don't know. Maybe trauma. He wasn't in school. And so he, like, came around with the YouTube video and he was, like, on, like showed it to Henri, who immediately left the house and drove to the school. Um, but Henri shows up. And starts yelling at John right in front of Mark. And Mark's just like, huh, <laughs> But they decide to just, like, go back to the school to get Sarah out of harm's way. And then they're going to leave. And the school... And then when they get to the school, the school's, like, turning down. Like, the buses are gone. It's end of the day. So, 2.33. Yeah. And John's like, Sarah, I know she'll still be here. She's in the dark room doing picture stuff. So, he goes there. And it's really dark in there, as John is not in the dark room in the school. The Whoa, lights are off. <laughs> it's dark in the dark room. Oh, what the hell? Fuck. And they end up seeing one man in a trench coat, just a like man? standing in front of the window or in front of the door. Except for he's not a man. The Mogs have arrived. It's Mogan time. <laughs> they get back in the school and John wishes that Henri and BK were there with him. As he reaches for the door, a hand covers his mouth, which freaks him the fuck out. Oh, yeah. But then another girl's voice, not Sarah's voice, says, stop struggling, they're right outside. And John's like, what the fuck? This girl's just as strong as me, if not stronger. How is this possible? And it's kind of hot. And the girl um, was invisible, so she becomes visible. And she's like, hey, I'm number six. Sorry, I tried to get here before the Moogs did. All right, we only have one more section to go through but it's longish um there's a lot of fighting in the next section so i kind of took all of that out because it was yeah. boring um I'll, I'll do, uh, for you. okay why don't you just do some right now and we can just t- cut them up and put them in yeah, yeah. Mm. kick okay kick okay kick and then your phone goes hey while you say kick kick okay punch kick okay. Yeah? Is that all they do? He's got lights in his hands. 
they don't make a sound. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And then, oh, fireproof. Okay. There, fireproof. There's cannons involved. Make a cannon sound. Oh, that's actually not a cannon sound. Okay, I like that one. Although it kind of sounded more like a fart. No, Justin! <laughs> that's not how they sound. The cannons. The fart cannons. Wasn't that in a... Despicable Me. Yeah, Despicable Me. God, I love Despicable Me. I hate the hold minions have on us. Like, just stop. It's okay. Despicable Me guys. is it's really fine. good. Tortilla hat? Tortilla chip hat? A plus. I would eat that 100% of the time. Yes, I know it goes on my head. I'd eat it. Anyways. Uh, John's first question is, how did you know it was me? Which would also be my first question. How the hell out of 7 billion people do you find one person? Especially because there's like crazy shit that individual humans do every day. Like. She shows up to just like some average kid's. (laughs) house that went through something traumatic and was like you're an alien right and they're like what no what the doctor said it was and she's like no 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 you are an alien i'm not leaving here and kidnaps this kid um where was i she has been on the lookout for him since number three passed and she's also got invisibility no sip on her died hers died a while back and she tells him that the mogs are now there obviously but these are just the scouts um, their job is to hold them until the real soldiers get there. And Sarah's like, hey, hey guys, remember me? I'm Sarah. I'm in this school as well. I'm in the dark room. Um, there is actually a tunnel underneath the theater that leads out to the football field. Of course. Which you know, schools having tunnels. Yeah. Like, ours had like a spot under the, like, theater place. Yeah, but I don't think it led out anywhere, like... Can you imagine how far away our football field was from our school? Yeah. <laughs> there was a tunnel that led up. <laughs> Literally. Um, where was I? Oh. They start to move around, fucking up some of the Moogs. And John ends up looking in the eyes of one of them, which, like, shows him, like, all of his greatest, deepest, darkest fears and all that fun stuff. Yeah, like, to the point where it becomes paralyzing and he's like, I'm gonna die. But Six kills that, and, like, Six is, like, badass extraordinaire. Yeah. Like, nobody's business. She is fucking shit up. And, again, it's funny because, like I said, like, John was like, she's stronger than me? That kind of stuff. A woman? Yeah. Yeah, She's a girl. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm not misogynistic. (laughs) Heck no, it's just been me and Henri and literally nobody else. Literally not one single influence. I literally haven't talked to a girl. <laughs> Besides <laughs> Sarah. And I did marry her. <laughs> We're married now. And it's very Twilight-like where it's like, well, you can either fall in love with the first person you see, oh, or yeah. you never do. Yeah. Which I joke, but we did that. Well, I did. Yeah. I, I slutted around. Ew, gross. We were like babies. Um, where was I? Out of nowhere, Henri and Mark James, who's holding the chest, he's like, ah, crap. <laughs> and BK show up and they can tell that it's them because they can hear BK's little doggy so nails awesome. click clacking on the school um, floor, which is so cute. And accurate. 
Yeah. And they completely fuck shit up. Like, Henri's, like, badass extraordinaire. He's got guns. Mark James holding the chest. And BK kind of goes, like, savage dog mode. Um, John hugs Henri and is like, I'm sorry. It's like, you absolutely should be. You really, really fucked up here. And while they're, like, doing this and fighting the Moogs, Six gets a dagger, like, out of her arm. Um, and they, like, find a safety spot. And Henri finally goes, like, adult mode and starts taking care of her. Um, pulls out a special rock from the chest Radical. that can heal Six. And hey, how did she get hurt? She got stabbed with a dagger in one of their fights. Yeah, but isn't she invincible? Did I say invincible? Invisible. No, isn't she invincible because of the curse thing? Her and John are together now. Curse is broken. Alright. What? It's such a dumb curse. No, it's not a curse. It's a blessing. Oh, yeah. Duh. So, Henri's like, OMG, like, I'm really happy to see you. Like, I remember you from our flight. And Six is like, hey, I think I remember you too. Six is like a year and a half, two years older than John. Mm. And so, they're healing. And she's like, we've got to go. Like, the Moogs are on their way. They have an outpost in a hollowed out mountain in West Virginia. About three miles away, and the current Moogs are here to keep us here. They're the scouts. Mm-hmm. Um, since they know about our legacies starting. Legacy. What is our legacy? And this is when John's like, OMG, our charm is broken. And she's like, Yeah, I obviously just got stabbed in the fucking yeah, arm. No fucking shit, dude. <laughs> but he's like, Oh shit, that means I can die. Like, yikes. So more fighting. Wait, 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 wait. wait. It's been, like, six months you've been able to die. Yeah, he's been, well, three, but yeah. Which, honestly, it took the Mokes, like, two like, three years to find the first one. Yeah. Another two to find the second one, and then another two to find the third one. Yeah. And three months to find John. That's how badly John fucked up. It took them three fucking months to find John. They were like, God, we really need to look for this kid. John's like, I'm I'm on fire in a house. I can't find him. In the house, I'm on fire, and I saved some dogs. The internet. Yeah, don't worry. I also killed those mo those guys you talked to about the Moogs. <laughs> literally, like he's like so bad. He's like, Henri's like, we literally need to go, and he's like, oh, I'm an adult now. I'm gonna kiss this girl I met three weeks ago, and I really, I think I'm in love with her. And don't forget the Lord mate for life. So obviously, she's my mate forever and ever and ever and ever. We're, we forever, Dad. We are fifteen. <laughs> Um, where I wrote in my notes, fight, fight, fight. Oh, wait. Yeah. This is the part where we edit in. Okay, so we're we're editing them in right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm totally doing that. Right now. Yep. Just did it. Right. Actually, live, I did that. Whoa, shit. I know. Um, Six goes invisible, and they realize that, like, as they're, like, trying to make their way outside to the parking lot and stuff. Um, to hopefully to find a car, but they look outside and all of the cars that were in the parking lot have been comp- like piled up in front of all the exits. Makes sense. That's what I would do too. Not like there's any windows. No. I mean, it's a school prison probably. That kind of seems to be the theme in Ohio. It's prison. Um, Henri tells Mark and Sarah, he's like, hide because once we're gone, you guys will be safe. Like, they don't want you. Mm-hmm. And they're both like, no. Cool. And 
I would have been like, okay, thanks. Yep. I'll just be right here. Yeah, Thank I'll you. be like the furthest away from you. Yeah, if, absolutely if the fucking not. The one thereafter, I'll be just like so far away. That sounds horrible. Why would I stay near you? Um, they get towards the gym and they fight some more. And um, as they're fighting, these different types of like rabid looking animals are coming at them. They've got, I can't remember even, there's like one that looks like a little ferret. Um, something that looks like a big alligator monster and then something that looks like a skyscraper sized alligator monster. Um, big. Yeah. Good job, husband. Skyscrapers are big. What? Yeah. Um, they get out onto the football field, realizing it's a trap as it was literally the only exit. And they fight a bunch of scouts and there's Again, big fight, and John orders Mark to take Sarah back into the school, but then Mark saves Henri by, like, fucking up one of the Moogs, and Mark's like, I'll keep Sarah safe inside the school. He's like, good, that's literally what I asked you to do. And um, they say one last I love you before the fight continues. Cool. This is where we learn about some of Six's other legacies, so we know she can turn invisible. And she conjures a full-ass storm. And as she's conjuring the storm um, to take down some of the bigger monsters, like electrocute them, a semi-truck full of mogs, mogs, pulls up and more beasts are released. Six is smart and still has her wits about her. And she's like, we have to get back inside. So, Oh, no, no. She's like, we have to get out of the building because if the beasts know we're in there, they're going to tear it all down. And that's where Mark and Sarah are. So John begs Six to protect Henri with her invisibility and he, like, kind of heads off on his own. What? Where did it all get? BK is actually coming up next. He's also fighting. Oh. But, like, yeah, with his, with his little chompers. <laughs> little fucking fly that keeps... Oh, my God, I got it. Oh. Did you see that? Yeah. For the listeners, she just snatched in front of her face. It's been flying back and forth because we're in the complete darkness right now because Justin's wonky eye. That eye. And the only light we really have is, like, the computer screen, so it keeps flying in front of the computer screen. And I just grabbed that motherfucker right out of the air. Okay. John fights some soldier mogs, which are very different than the scouts he's previously seen. Mm-hmm. And one of them pulls out a big-ass cannon. Okay. Insert cannon noise. Go ahead. Before we go on. Well, you said cannon noise. Thank um, you. So when you described the Moogs at first, I thought of the Goombas from the live action Mario. Why? You know Why? Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but what on the earth? The dudes with the round little reptile head. Yeah, I guess. Except for they're more like white. Like they look more like vampire. Like you know, vampire looking. I think I'm right. Okay. I think I'm right, actually. So then the soldiers are just like big, muscular, more smart versions of that. So they have their heads a little bit bigger. Oh my god. Um, And he pulls out a cannon. And like I said, John's not... Well, not like I said, but John's not fighting well. He was already, like, two days ago in a massive fire. Um, He is not doing well. But he's fireproof. But he cracked his ribs. (sighs) You didn't say that. That's true. Um, his body is not working at 100%. And so this Moog is 
kicking his ass. And as he's on the ground about to die, because... Oh, also the cannons, the way they take up energy is by sucking up the life force of, like, everything around them. So, like, the trees and the grass and shit like that. So everything turns gray around the cannons. Um, But the Moog disintegrates, and Sam is standing behind him and shot it through the head. And now Sam is there. (laughs) And they head back to the school, but BK tells John... He is there for him. And John's like, cool, I must be dead. The dog is talking to me. And BK's like, no, I can talk to you. And they're on the football field in this massive beast. (laughs) John's just like on the ground. And this massive uh, beast starts towards them and BK starts to growl. And John's like, no, BK, you're too tiny. Stop. And he's like, I'm crazy. I'm talking to the dog in my head. And BK goes, chill, bro. I've got this. And grows into his own massive beast form. And John's like, understands two things in this moment. And it really shows his intelligence. Just like Stinky's intelligence right now as he's trying to climb up the back of my chair. Trying to. One, John can talk to animals. That's his first legacy. Two... BK is not a dog. Whoa! <laughs> He's actually a, chim- a chimera, chimera, woof, from Lorian. He's a chimera. Chimera. John's like, that's crazy. That's insane. High energy episode today. Uh huh. I'm editing the yawns out. Oh. <laughs> Mostly. Well, you can't do that one now because we made it. I'm gonna edit it out, and we're just gonna joke about the yawn afterwards. John won't leave bk he's like i'm not leaving him which like i agree i wouldn't i wouldn't be able to do that either i actually had a dream last night that i couldn't find stinky and when i woke up guys usually when i sleep one of the cats is like against my face and then the other one's by my feet and there was a cat against my face i was like that's stinky that's where he goes and it was bruno yeah i was devastated because i had a dream about stink But I'm a big girl, so I got up and went to the bathroom and went to sleep. <laughs> um, like I said, John won't leave BK, understood. But someone grabs him and he's being pulled away by Mark. And BK's like begging. He's like, leave, please, let me protect you. And John's like, no, I won't lose anyone else. And John fucks up the beast. But like, mentally. <laughs> Hey, your mom doesn't love you. No, he's like talking with his mind to the beast. And he's like, hey, dude. Like, this is crazy. You don't want to fight. You're injured. You just Jedi mind tricks the motherfucker? No, no, no. And the beast is like, you're right. Damn. They've tortured me. My leg hurts. Yeah, he's like, no, you've tortured me big time. Or they've tortured me big time, and I want them dead. And he's like, then why are you attacking us? Yeah. And the beast is like, OMG, bro. Oh, he just gets him with facts and logic. Yeah. So, anyway, um, he's, like, laying on the ground dying doing that while BK is fighting this beast. And somebody's, like, looming over him, and all of a sudden it's, like, Henri. Oh. So here's the thing. Even when I was rereading this, there were so many different, like, people. Yeah. I couldn't really. I'm like, like half the time I was like, where, wait, BK where the? Henri shows up. I'm like, where the fuck is Sam right now? Sam was yeah. with John. He's gone. Um, 
to be fair, I don't really like reading these extended fight scenes. Like, yeah. this is like three chapters worth of fight scene. Radical. Um. Anyway, Henri gives him a stone that helps the effects of like the daggers that the Mogs have are like bad daggers. They're yeah, they're not good. And he's like, "Hey, Six is badly injured. Sam's taken to the truck. That's apparently where." And <laughs> I have no idea where Sam and Mark are, and BK isn't moving. Um, so, no idea where Sarah and Mark are, and BK isn't moving, but his heart is still thumping. And Henri's like, oh, hey, um, yeah, that's actually Hadley, your childhood pet from Lorianne. Oh, little dog. Uh, they run. Why was it chilling in Ohio this whole time? It wasn't. So, here's the thing. When um, John was in the Florida Keys, he always had a little lizard that greeted him every morning. Ah, so shapeshift. Yeah, he was following him this whole time, just like kind of keeping himself on the DL. I don't know why. Yeah, why not just live with them? Yeah, I really don't get that part. Um, Yeah, I just twist. I guess the emotional twist. That's it. It was kind of a good emotional twist for me. Like this next one. They run up and are surrounded by Moogs and a few of the, like, smaller beasts. So the beasts are small, medium, and large. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's how I remember them. I really don't... I I can't picture them in my head okay, either. what size is small beast? Like a weasel. Okay. Or like a stinky don't cat. Like no, I don't either. Okay, medium beast. Mm, I'm gonna put it like a truck. Okay, that's a lot. That's There's a, big a jump. Okay, well, the bigger jump is that the next ones are the skyscraper guys. Okay, like three-story... Three to five stories. Okay. So, um... Where did he put that? In the hollowed out mountain in West Virginia. Okay. But I kind of imagine the ho- like the taller beasts looking kind of like how... If I had to imagine what the Loch Ness Monster looked like. That's how I would imagine them. Okay. So, dinosaurs or sturgeon, the fish. Because that's what she is. Uh... Henri and John are running around, surrounded, and end up surrounded by Moogs and a few of the medium-sized beasts. And they're like, it's farewell. We're dead. And Henri's, like, hugging John, and he's like, I'm proud of you. And everything we did, I never had a doubt in my mind about it. Which is like, They walk towards the Moogs, fighting. What? If we act natural, they might just let us go. <laughs> hey, what's up? I'm a school teacher. Um, and this is actually the part. I messed up the part. So earlier, BK was the one who killed the big beast. And this is when John has the mind meld moment with the beast. And the beast, he's like, hey, beast, please help us. And the beast, like, fucks the mugs up. Ooh. And then he's like, shit, where's Henri? Henri got, like, kobe to another section of the football field, I think. I think they're in the football field. I don't yeah. know where they are. Um, and Henri's, like, he goes over, he's like, Henri, I'm so sorry. And Henri's like, no. And I'm like, no, you absolutely should be fucking yeah. sorry. You fucked everything up. And he's like, everything's in the chest. Like, coming to paradise was not by chance. There's a letter. You must find the others. And then Henri's like, and this makes me sad. He's like, I wouldn't have missed a single second of it. Not for all of Lorianne. Not for the whole damn planet. Which I get is like an emotional moment. But like also, I yeah, I'm sorry. You should have given all that up for the whole planet. 
Henri passes and John cries. And Mo Morgan Mo Mo Money Mo Problems. More Mogadorians pop up. He's like, what do I do? But then a knife goes through the like attacking Moog's chest and Sarah's behind it and comforts John until he passes out. Which like okay. It's such like that's that's the end of the fight scene too. <laughs> I E B. Um, he wakes up in pain. Justin, Justin, on our podcast. Here, it's a leather recliner, and it rubs against itself, and it makes a weird sound that kind of sounds like a fart, but not really even. Okay, Justin, if that's what you need to tell yourself. John wakes up in pain with the memories of the hours before, and he's like in tears and then sarah's there and she's like chill stop (laughs) they're in a hotel about 30 minutes outside of paradise that sam drove them to six is okay in the other room with sam and mark and bk is alive sarah is sad that john has to leave but she's like every part of my heart will go with you cool three months three months yeah three months and they're 15 yep you're gonna forget about this Actually, probably not, because, like, aliens and shit happen. Yeah, I probably would focus on it. I would probably, if something like this happened to me and I was Sarah and I was left mm-hmm. after three months. One, I don't think I would fall in love with somebody that quickly. No. Um, and then two, I'd be really hyper fixated on the alien part. Yeah, yeah, I would not worry about the romance part. No, I'd be like, oh my god. Because that motherfucker was an alien. Yeah, literally. So. And you, like, kissed and shit, like... What if? What if you gave? What if he gave you like alien herpes? Yeah. Or like alien HIV. Yeah. Also, everybody go get tested. Yeah, might as well. Just like. Planned Parenthood does it good. Yeah. Might as well. Don't wait until you think you have. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't wait until you think you've kissed an alien in high school. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Been there, done that. Okay. They scavenge, um, John's chest. Um, they pack bags and Henri's computer. And they take all the money from his last withdrawal in a one manila envelope. Which, like, his last withdrawal, he joked about it being more than the whole town's net worth. In one manila envelope. Like, is it all... He really thinks that this town... (laughs) He really does. He's like, this town's poor as shit. Or he bought a bunch of stuff. Because I know he bought a new truck. Yeah. Either way. He got a jet ski. (laughs) It contains, like, um, forged birth certificates and documents for 17 different identities for John and a letter addressed to John. Um, the gang, They don't really, like, dig further into it. Um, the gang gets back together and John thanks Mark for his help with everything that happened. And, you know, Mark really had a good turning point, I think. Completely random. Yeah. But... I think if I was bullying somebody and they were like, I'm an alien, I'd be like, I'm dead. I'm an alien, an alien escaping genocide. Kill me, I guess. Fuck, dude, I'm sorry. I'd never, it's like in high school, I felt, this is, this embarrasses me so much. But like, you know, when you do something and you're a jackass kid and then you realize like somebody's got a different background than you. Yeah, yeah. like that's a human being. Yeah. So I've pa- I'd passed that point at this during this story. This was like sophomore junior year of high school, so I was an, yeah. I was a empathetic, human. yeah. And you know how this was like what twenty 
When did we graduate? So 2014 to 2017. And kids said a bunch of fucked up shit. It wasn't like racist or anything oh, like that. It was. Yeah, not for me. Because <laughs> I, I couldn't handle that kind of stuff. But I was just overall kind of an asshole. And this girl in my class was gone for like two weeks. And I was like, she came back. I was like, oh, you were gone for a long time. Like, who died? And she goes, my mom. Fuck. <laughs> I've never asked somebody that question ever again. Yeah. And sometimes it takes... To learn, that's, you, that's how you have to learn those types of things sometimes, especially when you're a kid. Like bullying people, you think you're just being who you are, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, people have lives, lives, and different things," and knock you right back, yeah. <laughs> right back in reality. There, that one killed me. So I still it's think about it to this day. Reality. Oh, there goes gravity. John and them on the on the plane to Earth. Right. That's what I thought. Uh, where was I? Um, they go back to Henri's body, which they've laid in the woods. Um, That's where I put all my good bodies. Mm-hmm. And they said like they did that so John could do what he thought was best. And they decide to cremate him after John says some words, and everybody cries, even Mark, which is like so gay of Mark, honestly. Yeah. Kind of beta move. Yeah. Sam, Six, and BK, and John get ready to go. They just decide to take Sam with them. He's kind of like a little dog. You're just taking Sam for a walk. And no. Nah. I mean, his mom's a single mom. Dad's already disappeared. Pfft. Oh, wait, he's white. Oh. So he'll be important. Yeah, yeah. I'll try to find him. And John and Sarah, I wrote in my notes, spend way too long saying goodbye. And then they head out on their way. That's the end of the book. We did it. How do you feel? My eye hurts. Okay, shut up about your stupid eye. I'm tired about your eye. I'm talking about the book. Fine. Has some plot holes. Like what? Name one plot hole. The whole end. Ow, baby just kicked the shit out of me. She doesn't agree with you. She said the book was great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, if you like this book, we're going to be doing... The next one, which is The Power of Six. And if you didn't like this book, we're still We're doing still the doing the next one. one. And if you didn't like this book and you don't want to hear it, soon we'll be releasing uh, uh, books Justin didn't read in high school about The Giver. Yeah. And you'll actually be in this one. I'm not stealing faith for this one. Well, you got yeah. peeved because I, I did Ender's Game with Faye and Gatsby with Faye. And you're like, why do you get to do all the fun ones with Faye? Yeah. And you didn't even listen to the Gatsby episode, yeah, no. which was really good, by the way. I need to. You're not gonna, though. And that's okay. I still love you, mostly. But follow us on TikTok at Reading Held Hostage. Subscribe. Subscribe. Also, let us know if you like the new format. Yeah, where it's a little bit more quick. I thought these were gonna be way longer. Because, yeah. like I said, about seven pages of notes seems like an hour to me. Um, seems to be about what we can do, but I've done 11 here, and we got an hour out of both of them, which feels yeah. pretty good. Um, send us an email. Let us know what you want us to read. We're at readingheldhostage at gmail.com. Um, we're on Apple, uh, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can find your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review, zero or five stars, so people can find us. And don't forget to, like, simp for your library for that baby. Sim for that library. My name's Blue and I love to read. And I'm just